Welcome to the Watoto Church Podcast. Prepare your heart as we listen to the message. Pastor Brian for that introduction and hey friends who are watching online or joining us on air, I know you have had a great time through the worship experience and the prayer time. We had a great past weekend as Pastor Gary shared with us, our founder shared with us the why behind the vision God has given to us as Watoto. Because it's important to go back to the why. We want to see transformation. We want to see Christ come into the hearts of people and begin to change them from the inside out. And that begins to translate to what they do in their families, in the community, in the city, and the nation. And at the end, of the day, we'll begin to see real healing come to the cities and the nations. Well, today, we want to boil it down particularly to what God wants us to do this year. So I'm going to continue and just share a little bit more detail for the things that we want to see happen this year, 2022, as we behold the new that God is doing. Let's pray and dive into God's Word. Now, Father, I want to thank you so much for the power of your word. And I want to thank you so much for the power of vision, God-given vision. And today, as we uh, talk about what you want to do this year, inspire us, encourage us, invite us to be engaged in this kingdom work, O God. I give you honor in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Proverbs 29 verse 18, popular verse, but very, very important. It says, where there is no vision, the people perish. I mean, this scripture is saying something so important, that if there is no vision, something devastating happens. People perish. That's the importance of vision. That's the importance of having this picture of a preferred future, and it's a God-given picture that produces passion and wants you to move. And last week, Gary shared with us the why behind vision. And so I just wanted to launch off from there that we must have vision. You must have a vision for your life, for your family. But the other thing God expects of us is to be part of a vision. Part of a bigger vision where you become a contributor to this big vision that brings huge impact that is of eternal value. And that's the vision that God has given to us as Watoto. And because vision is such an important thing, you have to write it down. Habakkuk 
chapter 2 and verse 2 to 3, it was Habakkuk actually having a complaint. He was seeing the state of the city in which he was living and he was heartbroken and he began to complain before God about the injustice and the violence that was happening and the lawlessness. And God responded to him by giving him a vision, a picture of the preferred future. And in Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 2 to 3, God said to him, write the vision and make it plain on tablets, make it clear Then he, that he may run who reads it. Whoever reads the vision, it inspires them to action. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. That's what God says. Every vision speaks about a beautiful future, a brighter future, a blessed future. And here, that's what God was telling uh, uh, Habakkuk and saying, because it's a picture of a preferred future and it is so important, you have to have it written down. It must be written down. That's the seriousness of vision. And our vision as Watoto is written down. We are an English-speaking, cell-based community church celebrating Christ, growing and multiplying as each one reaches one, touching those around us with the love of Jesus, bringing healing to the cities and the nations. Many of Watoto Church members can recite that vision. That's how important it is. It captures the divine mandate that God has given to us. It must be written down. The same is true for you and your family. Write down your family vision. Write down uh, your personal vision, your, your organizational vision, your business vision. Write it down. Because once you have it recorded, God says, hey, don't be in a hurry. Whatever you've written, it will come to pass. Though it seems to be taking long, don't give up. In the end, it will speak. And that's true for us as we're told to. That's our vision and we continue to see growth and multiplication. Now, before I get into the things that we really believe God wants us to see happen this year for Watoto, I must say this. People would try and question us and say, by what authority do you have to dream about healing the nations and the cities? Who do you think you are? Well, let me remind you, we are the church of Jesus Christ. We are the body of Christ. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Jesus again declared about the church that we are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. That is Jesus himself speaking about the church. And so the authority, the mandate we carry is not a human mandate. We don't do what we do because we have government permission to do it. We do what we do because the King of Kings and the creator of the world is the one who has authorized us as a church to do the things that we believe he wants us to do to carry on a kingdom work that is so important and we are very passionate about it. In Matthew 28, verse 16 to 20, this is something that Jesus said. His final words to his disciples before he ascended into heaven and he's the resurrected king, the one that defeated death. Here are his words. He was speaking to the 11 disciples 
uh, and they went to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had designated. And verse 17 says, and when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted that it was really him. And that's same, it's true today. Some people still doubt whether Jesus is authoritative in matters of life. He is the risen one. And then Jesus came up and he said to them, all authority, listen carefully, not some, all authority, all power of absolute rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me, Jesus said. Then he gives the commission where all our vision comes from. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Help the people to learn of me, to get to know me, to believe in me and to obey my words, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you and lo, I am with you always, never leaving us, remaining with you perpetually, regardless of circumstance and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. I love how Amplify puts it. And so the authority we carry is a divine authority given by Jesus himself. And he's given it to his church to go and disciple, not just people, but nations. That's why our vision at the end of it says, bringing healing to the cities and the nations. And so having established the importance of vision, we talked about the why uh, last week and I've talked a little bit about our vision that God has given to us as Watoto and the mandate for the vision. What is it that as Watoto pastoral leadership, what is it that God has laid on our hearts for this year, 2022? What are the things that God wants to do in accomplishing this part of the vision for this year that is given to us? Well, I'll broadly speak about three areas. One is the area of reaching people because God-given vision is always about people. Last week, Pastor Gary said, when we talk about community, we're not just talking about a space in which people live. We're talking about the people in that community. And then I'll also talk uh, about the idea, this, this whole thought of raising leaders. In order for healing to happen, God is going to work through his people. And so uh, we have things that we want to do to raise leaders. And I'll touch a little bit on resource stewardship. So let's talk about reaching people. How are we going to continue to reach people as Watoto this year? Our campuses are now open and we have in-person gatherings happening. By the way, I encourage you uh, to be a part of our in-person gatherings. There's nothing that can come close to a group of people that gather in the name of Jesus and they begin to lift him up. Miracles begin to happen. Things begin to happen when you come together in the presence of God and worship him and hear God's word. And so our campuses are open for all ages. Please come and be a part of that. But something we're gonna to continue to do is our online reach, our 
our own air reach because uh, there are people who are not able to access the Watoro Church location and uh, there are those who are outside of the country but still want to be a part of the ministry in online. I was talking to somebody recently who said to me, hey, Pastor, you need to know that my dad watches the Watoro Church services in Hoima. You know, it's going to be the oil uh, district for Uganda. Says he watches every day at 10 o'clock and he has been so blessed. And then yeah, she went on and asked and he can't wait for Watoto to go there. Well, when God speaks to us, we will go there. But the online ministry is so important and we take it seriously and the on air. But specifically this year, we're very excited that Mbarara has been existent now for two years. This year, they're going to begin their in-person gatherings. Exciting. April, they're going to begin to gather for celebration services. We've talked about Ginger. We are sending a pastor to Ginger this year, and they're going to begin organically through small groups, and it's going to grow. That's how we started in Mbarara. That's exciting. And this year as well, in our celebration points, we're going to build one building at Bueyo Gerere, our eastern campus, and we're excited. It's a different building. It's unique. It's a beautiful building there. They've been meeting in a tent and uh, we put up a bigger tent and the winds came, blew it and we felt, no, it's time for us to build and so we're going to build in Bueyo Gerere and that's the plan we have for all the other locations and we're going to improve our facilities in, in, in all our campuses because we value excellence and we want to make sure when you come to church you have a great experience for you and your family. We've been toying with this idea of how we can leverage uh, uh, technology and we've been doing it on air but to expand our reach and we've talked about microsites and we really feel strongly that there is places within the city where there's a number of Watoro Church members who may find it hard to go to a campus that is close to them and we feel we want to start extending church services to those small groups which are there. And so they will gather in a place and put on a screen and watch together, have worship. And in those microsites, that's what we're calling them, we will have discipleship happening there. They'll begin to do life there. And as we see it in the future, this could easily grow and end up becoming a campus. So that's something we want to do this year. We want to start two microsites, fully fledged, running, and we're going to see how that's going to roll out. God is doing something new and uh, in terms of reaching people. The other people we want to continue reaching is the lost. Jesus came to seek and save those who are lost. We never want to lose sight of the people that don't know Jesus. We got to preach the gospel because it's the only power that saves humankind. And so uh, we want to reach the lost. But one of the things we do, we do powerful events to reach the lost. But here's what we want you to do, friends. We would like each one of you, this year, think about one, two, but not more than 10. We call it focus 10. Our vision statement says each one reaching one. Think about just not, not more than 10 people within your circles that do not know Jesus. And let's begin to pray for them. Get them to come to a small group, sell. Bring them to church, but pray for them that this year they'll give their hearts to Jesus. This year, just one. If just each of us reached one this year, we would immediately double. 
And it's not just the numbers. It's about having more people who are discipled so they can continue to impact community. So this year, we're challenging you. Hey, friends, just reach one, just one person, maybe two. Some of it might be five. Get them, your colleagues at work, your neighbors. Have a list. We call it focusing and pray for those people because Jesus is passionate about the lost. One outreach activity we want to strengthen is sports because we've seen how sports attracts anybody. And we want to use sports as a tool to reach people in schools, in community, people in the marketplace. Sports is a big deal for us. And then uh, schools are now open, so we are getting ready to get into the schools again and preach the gospel with dynamic programs that are going to hey, impact these young people. We've missed them. They've not been in the schools, but schools is an area we want to concentrate on. And the way we want to do it is cells, through cells, because these schools are in community and the cells need to be engaged. That's something that we'd like to strengthen this year and see many young people want to Christ. We always want to be a next-gen church, reaching out to the next generation. The other group we want to reach is the vulnerable, children and women. James 1.27 says, Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. That's a divine mandate God has given to His people. And as Watoto, we've been reaching the least in society because they matter to God. Over the years, by God's grace, we've reached out to over 5,000 vulnerable boys and girls. And now they have a home in one of our three homes. And they're being raised to be godly transformational leaders. It's such an honor to be engaged in the lives of these. And God made it very clear, it's not just to rescue them, but to raise them to be leaders. And we, you've heard us talk about what other neighborhood. Because uh, about uh, four or five years ago, God began to nudge us as a church to begin to pay attention to a new emerging need in our city. And that was the plight of the vulnerable woman. She's trying to raise her kids. She's been abandoned, rejected. And she's now trying to make life work in, in the community, in our neighborhoods. And God has heard their cry. And he has called us as Watoto to pay attention to that cry through Watoto neighborhood. And we're going to do four things with them is we're going to help them in the education of their children. This year, we will take in about 150 of their children. We also want to help them have dignified employment. So we train them, we disciple them, and they are gifted. They have skills. They want to do something productive. We want to do that. And this year, the goal is to take in a thousand here in Kampala, in Gulu, and also in Juba, South Sudan. A thousand women reaching them with the love of Jesus. The other thing I, I wanted to talk about is keep a girl in school. It's one of those initiatives to reach girls while in primary school and they get to the age of puberty in order not to drop out because they don't have the right sanitary wear. We're saying we can do something practical to keep you in school and keep your dream alive, to keep their visions alive. 
We've been doing it in Gulu. And I mean, thousands of students in different schools have managed to go on to secondary school. And some even right now are actually going on to uh, um, uh, higher institutions of learning because we intervened at the right time and their dreams are coming alive. So with Kages, we've been doing it in northern Uganda. We're going to do it in Juba. I was in Juba last year. And the uh, uh, government department in charge of education saying, hey, the schools are open. Come and do something there. But we also realized in Kampala, there's a number of young girls who are dropping out of school and uh, are beginning to go out with some of the men around uh, to get money for their sanitary wear and all of that. We feel as a church, we must pay attention to it. And so uh, starting this year, we're going to do Kagis here in Kampala, keep a girl in school. Other initiatives to reach out to the vulnerable are happening, but I got to stop there. There's a lot. Now, I want to talk about raising leaders. I had a great conversation with uh, 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 somebody, a member of the church, who is now doing something great in this city, pulling corporates together, people in the marketplace, and beginning to inspire them with God-given values, with biblical values, kingdom values. And her story is amazing. She discovered her leadership call in one of our discipleship classes. She was telling me, her name is Joan. She was in a discipleship class and they were going through this gift discovery, self-discovery. And she discovered that her primary gift is to be an encourager and then a teacher. And she began to navigate that and she began to explore that. And she was working in a great organization here, but she began to feel this nudge. I need to encourage those in the corporate and teach them about godly principles. She now does a big event called uh, a Dine and Dream and it attracts all kinds of corporates and she's there inspiring them and bringing kingdom values. We believe every member of Watoto, when a little baby is dedicated here at Watoto, when we rescue a baby and put them in our baby, home. We don't see them as they are. We see them as God sees them. They are future leaders. That's what we see. My friend, if you're watching me, God has given you great potential and we believe in that potential. We want to nurture and pull out that potential so you can become a, a leader, a godly transformational leader. So we want to focus on leadership in, in different ways. We want to equip you we want to teach you, get involved in our equip streams. Be in a small group. The best way to begin to exercise leadership and discover your giftings is in a small group. So our small groups don't just exist for fellowship. They exist so that you discover your gift and you can begin to serve and God will begin to grow you. We have a school for community leadership. Be a part of it. Our market ministry. Last week, Pastor Gary talked about the Christian Hall, which is an initiative, a partnership with One Hope in the U.S. and Southeastern University, not just to provide education, but to raise godly leaders. We started uh, a school in Nantinda, our first ACE school uh, of the Watoto uh, Christian International Schools. And we believe in our kids. We want to start mentoring them from when they are young to be leaders. And by the way, you can go and apply uh, for that. And also you can be a part of our Christian Hall if you want to get a degree from Southeastern University in an environment where you're being raised to be a leader. You can check that out on our website. Great opportunities. We're building a big agricultural college up in Gulu, Bobby, and we, we want to raise the finest farmers in Uganda. 
And this year, we hope we can begin to take in some students. A lot of work that has been going on up there. Another part where we want to really venture into growing is in the area of raising worship leaders. Worship is core to God's heart. And I mean, as Watero Church, we have great worship, but it is not just accidental, it's intentional. And with our plan to keep growing and multiplying, we need to grow worship leaders. And so this year, we want to continue growing what we call our worship academy. It's been strong in the Watoto villages. Now we are bringing it into our campuses. Your children can begin to learn instruments and begin to use their gifts and talents for the glory of God. So we're going to ramp that up. Lots of things happening when we talk about raising leaders. But now I got to close. I've talked about reaching people. I've talked about raising leaders. Now I want to talk about how this is going to happen. And uh, just to re-echo what Pastor Gary said, God's strategy is very simple. When it comes to resourcing vision, it's through the tithes and the offerings. And I want to thank you, Watoto family, for being faithful. But I also want to encourage you to sponsor a child. The work we do in reaching the vulnerable is, is through sponsorships. And we have great friends around the world who come alongside us. But hey, we want to continue raising the bar here in Uganda and in Juba, South Sudan, giving to the work that's happening here. Thank you for those who are sponsoring. I encourage you to consider being a sponsor this year. Of course, we also have our annual Miracle Missions offering and we're going to do it in October this year. Again, the whole purpose is to give to missions. And we'll be letting you know how we are using what we gave last year. By the way, we are 60% of our target, $600,000. We set a million dollar target every year. And I want to thank you for being engaged in that. We use that to reach people. Now, what does it mean for you? Being a cell just before I pray. If you're not, commit to giving to the Lord. Join an equipped stream and be trained to be a leader. Find a place in church, serve. And I talked about each one rich one. Have a list of people that don't know Jesus that you're going to passionately reach. Now before I pray, if you don't know Jesus, man, vision is useless. But if you know Jesus, he gives you a vision that will change your life. The old goes away the new comes. As we begin this year, I want to ask you, do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? If that's you and you don't know him, you're saying, I want to know him. I want to lead you in a simple prayer. Say, dear Jesus, I thank you that you love me. I ask you to forgive me of my sin. Make me a child of God. Today, I choose to follow you. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you're now a part of the family of God. You can join the dream team that is on a kingdom assignment. It's called the church. And hey, let us know who you are. Write to us, connect at waterochurch.com and somebody will be in touch with you. Friends, we have a vision. We have a big dream for our cities, our nations, for this continent. You can be a part of it. And I've just shared a little bit of the things we want to see this year. With your engagement, what no eye has seen and what no ear has heard and what no mind has conceived is what God has in store for us, 
for you and your family in Jesus' name. God bless you and have a great week. Thank you for listening. We hope this sets you up to live a truly blessed life. Tune in next time as we continue to explore the scriptures and learn how we can overcome fear with our faith. For comments and feedback or counseling, write to connect at potterchurch.com.